Okay, here we go. Uh, good morning. Uh, welcome to Listen in 5. This is a short and sweet podcast to connect and inspire educators in Lexington, Richland 5 and beyond. I am Susan Applin, Digital Integration Specialist at Dutch Fork High School in Lexington, Richland 5. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Applin Teacher, and I am very excited because we are finally back after an incredibly long hiatus. We did our last episode in February, uh, right before the world uh, in general and the world of education really changed. Uh, so I appreciate Nick uh, LaFever being here with us today from Spring Hill High School to hopefully sort of kick us back off and uh, and maybe we'll be able to keep our podcast going through 2021. So Nick, I appreciate you being here. And our format is uh, five questions uh, so that we can do something that's again, short and sweet for people to listen to. So the first question is, what is your role in education? Tell us a little bit about yourself. So, well, cool. I'm glad to be here. Um, it's super fun. Um, while we're throwing out handles, mine's um, at LaFavor Science, uh, which is kind of fun. But um, I am I am a science teacher at Spring Hill High School. Um, it's my third year, so that's super exciting. It's been a little different every year, which uh, kind of keeps you on your toes. But um, I think that's good. Good. Keeps you changing up, new and fresh. But um, I teach anatomy and physiology, which is my real passion. Um, and then I teach biology, and this year's my first year teaching physical science, which is kind of fun. It's a new, it's a new perspective of science to me, which I didn't, I didn't realize I loved. So I'm, I'm finding I love all sciences too. <laughs> awesome. And do you have all four of those this year, or that's three preps for you? This yeah, year? I do. I have all three of those preps this year. Okay, awesome. Keeping yeah. you busy on top of everything else. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, question number two is: What makes your school special? So um, other than being a choice magnet school, Spring Hill um, for me is, is, is fun because it allows um, not only students, but teachers to truly find their passion um, and then to really hone in on it and like, and run with it. Um, being that we have our uh, magnet programs or our different uh, career paths that you can take, you can really find what you might like before you get to college or before you get there. So you can start to find out if, well, maybe this isn't for me or um, from a teacher side, it's fun because like I said, my, my love is the human body being like a, a nurse in a former life or three fourths a nurse as I call it. Um, it, it. I like getting to teach through that lens, the lens of um, the human body and, and how all this stuff that we talk about r relates back to it and how it like truly connects to, to what we, what each one of us have. So um, I love being able to just truly express yourself and, and find your passion early and, and, and know the direction you want to go maybe. Awesome. Yes, as you, uh, our listeners may have picked up, you heard that uh, Nick had a, this wasn't his direct path into teaching. Uh, so he had an interesting journey here. Yeah. Uh, okay, question number three is, what is one project or activity you'd like to share with us today? Something you're excited about. So the part I love is um, I, I, I'm a technology nerd kind of thing. So I love everything about it. I'm actually the um, TTL for the science department at Spring Hill too. But um, one of the projects that I found early on, which has kind of been making its way around, is my uh, talking heart coding project. Um, I, I 
the Makey Makey came out and was in one of those special things. And it was just kind of like, I think it was like a banana keyboard or, or like the lines or something like that. And I was like, hmm, that's kind of cool. I wonder how I could, how I could use students, how I could do that. So originally my idea was to just do it as an assessment to kind of have the kids create uh, different circuits and that. And then I started realizing this could be way more. So it, it turned out that instead of just being makey-makey, which is create circuits, and then it, when they close the circuit, the computer reads whatever they say. Instead of doing that, they suddenly had to find insulators to, to put it through a dissected heart, was which it, what it ended up being in anatomy. So what I ended up finding is that by doing that, the students started to realize the co conductivity and the electrical system of the heart in, in addition to it, because they were like, wait, if I have to insulate this, if it, it, if this were to happen in real life, it would send a signal through the whole heart and that's, oh, it's not working. So they saw from a computer standpoint, what was happening physically in a heart um, that's in their own body. So it was kind of cool that they had to like create this insulated system, which was like way above and beyond where I ever, ever thought it would go. Um, and, and it was cool to, to take that technology in real life and then merge the two into uh, a, a multifunctional thing, which was kind of neat. That's awesome. I imagine that gives them such a, a deeper understanding of what's really happening. Yeah. Know, when building that. Cool. Yeah. Great. Thank you. So question four is what is a favorite tech tool or tip you'd like others to know about? So I, I kind of pondered this one for a little bit because um, I, there's so much out there and there's so much that like, when you really start to like play around and look with it, you find, oh God, unlimited tools. Um, but for me, I like, I like, I don't like to overwhelm myself too much because you can fall down a rabbit hole of so many new things and trying to learn new things. I, I really love making the things that we, that are already at a resource. So for our school system, the Google resources and really making them work for you. Um, like Google Forms, initially you just, you, you kind of take them as like, a, a getting an idea of like uh, a polling kind of thing. But then I, I use them for tests now. Um, and then recently I started making them work for more breakouts, breakouts more and more and more. And so um, kind of along with that, I discovered that um, if you're not using the screenshot tool, you definitely need to do it. <laughs> because, <laughs> um, because there's so many different, like when, when I'm making these breakout forms, like, you want it to look all pretty, but then you're locked into their format. But suddenly when you take a screenshot of something pretty and put it in there, it's like, oh, wow, okay. It gives a whole new life to the form. And then um, kind of along the breakouts, I also love using Google Sites to make a, a, a Google or a, a breakout. It, they, it locks them into it or like they go to a section, work it out, tie it back to the form and, and, and not having too many technologies going at once, which is kind of cool. Um, so, Definitely, probably reinventing what we already have and, and not trying to overwhelm yourself with too much new um, at the same time. So I kind of like the old stuff sometimes too, the best. Yeah, that is an awesome answer. As, as a Google certified trainer and someone who just loves the Google tools, I think that's right. You work with what you know and, and it's how you use it that uh, can really be so powerful. 
Yeah, yeah. And yes, you're screenshotting. I, I've probably screenshotted like 20 times so far this this morning. It's only yeah. 11 o'clock. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Um, and then finally, our last question is, what suggestions do you have for educators looking to grow their professional learning network? Yeah, um, so for me, it's, it's never stopped searching, really. Um, like I said, um, LeFevre size, that kind of thing, Z LeFevre, whatever. Um, it's always, always going out there and searching, whether it be the social media route, because they're like, it's kind of funny to see because we'll do a lab at Spring Hill with bio and then suddenly we'll see other teachers out there at other schools posting the same lab and it's like, oh, never thought about doing it that way or oh, wow, look at how they did it. And, then, and, and so like by searching things out either on social media or even just Googling it, when you Google like what you're looking for, you may not find exactly what you're looking for, but you'll find like two thirds of the project and then you're like, Wow, that really made that really made stuff easier. Or um, for me, I, I've joined like the Anatomy and Physiology Facebook group, and they have a shared Google Drive. And there's there's so much out there. So if you if you ever stop searching, I, I think is when when it it really hurts your growth the most. So if you always keep searching, and, and you may think something's great and you're perfect the way it is, and then you find oh look there's a little bit way I can make it better. So I feel like there's always room to grow, always. Right. Great advice. So well, I really appreciate you being here with us. Uh, we are recording this on the last day before break. So um, it's, it's been a long, a long fall, but uh, I'm so impressed by you and, and all the teachers that are working so hard for our students this year. So yeah. I appreciate you so much taking the time for this. Um, and we will... Uh, see you in in the new year so yeah. thank you to everyone for listening to our listen in five that's hashtag listen in five um and i'm susan applin uh, at applin teacher and we look forward to seeing you in the new year yes yes happy holidays everybody